Welcome to SA Wellcast, the podcast where we explore the many facets of health and well-being. This podcast is brought to you by St. Alphonsus Corporate Health and Well-Being and a generous grant from the St. Alphonsus Foundation. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to our St. Alphonsus Wellcast. Uh, this pod- podcast is brought to you by St. Alphonsus Corporate Health and Wellbeing Department. I am Amy. I'm a registered dietitian. We've got our very own Candy Zapia. And today we are going to talk to you guys about winter blues. And we have our very own nurse practitioner, Kim Cleveland. So, Kim, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background. Go for it. Thanks for having me, Amy. I'm so excited to be on our WellCast. Yes. My name's Kim Cleveland. I'm a nurse practitioner here at the Corporate Health and Wellbeing Department at St. Alphonsus. My background is I've sort of lived everywhere in the northern hemisphere of the United (laughs) States, so this is a topic near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah. Sometimes northern Maine, where I lived for a few years, feels a lot like the Arctic Circle, and those Mm -hmm. days sure are short there. (laughs) And then I spent a little bit of time in Bend, Oregon. Um, All of my background as far as practicing in medicine is in family practice, Um, and then I just took this position at Corporate Health to kind of do some more education and to talk about some of these awesome topics with people um, last year, and it's been really fun to be part of the team, so thanks for having me. Yeah, and we love having her. She's been a great addition. Um, Okay, so let's get into it. What are winter blues and how do they even happen? Well, the topic probably sounds pretty familiar. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) How's the weather out there today, by the way? Uh, It's a little bluesy, I'd say. (laughs) A little gray. gray. Do you know what the high temperature is? Yes. don't. It's like 37 today, I think. 37 degrees. Here Is it? Idaho, yeah. The first real yeah. day of winter, I would say. Oh, yeah. It's actually been kind of warm, right? It yeah. has been yeah. unseasonally warm Mm -hmm. which is great and then Mm -hmm. my kids this morning were trying to get me to let them wear snow pants (laughs) Um, and I'm like there has to be snow well so (laughs) than my daughter who wanted me to ride her to school on the bike and I said you know 30 degrees is a little bit too cold for that too cold too cold (laughs) so the winter blues are sort of that right just feeling like we're not in the brightest state that we are in other parts of the year luckily here in Idaho we have 300 some days of sun per year we're super used to that kind of environment it's actually really good for our body um and, and when we hit the winter months and those days are shorter and we have less light exposure during the day, we're sort of stuck sometimes in this feeling of the blues. Um, so the blues are when you feel maybe a little more sleepy, lower energy, a little less social, or some kind of mix of both. There are some people who just love winter. You know, some people love that sledding, mm. the skiing, just <laughs> Not the cold temperatures. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody really here. <laughs> Maybe. I do love my winter sports, Yes, but it definitely is not part of our everyday life to be participating in those kinds of fun activities. Most of us are going to work when it's dark and coming yep. home when it's dark, right. and that definitely affects the way that we're interacting with the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's getting, I, you know, every year it really surprises me how soon the sun goes down. And by the time yes. it's like seven o'clock and the sun's been down for maybe like an hour and a half, I'm like, okay, it's time for bed, right? Right. Definitely. And us here in Idaho, we get kind of spoils because in the summertime our days are so long Mm -hmm. like the sun doesn't even start to set or like the sky is still blue until like 10 p.m at night Mm -hmm. so to go from that and having these long wonderful days to Mm -hmm. these short you know dark drudgy days Mm -hmm. it can really be an adjustment it can really I feel it I definitely feel it every time I didn't even think about the extremes there Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, so crazy. interestingly, some of the countries that um, we'll talk about a little bit during this wellcast, like Norway and other um, northern European countries, have an even bigger difference. So their summer days can be 20 hours per day of oh light. Oh, my goodness. And then yeah. their winter days go down to six hours of light. So you can oh, okay. imagine a 14-hour <laughs> difference. They have the winter blues sort of mastered and have some tips that we can draw from to really improve our mood state during these winter months. Awesome. So we, okay, we kind of talked about it, um, but tell me a little bit more about the people who are more at risk for experiencing this. If you've experienced it before, you're probably going to experience it again. Okay. Um, so people going through times of adjustment in their life, if your you know, year looks a little bit different this year than last year, you may be more at risk for the winter blues. So maybe you have a new child or you're empty nesting or you've had a job change. Something that's taking adjustment in other areas of your life can put mm-hmm. you at risk for the winter mm-hmm. blues. Um, also, if you've had some sort of traumatic event that's happened around the holidays or in the winter time, you can kind of become triggered by this time right. of year yep. in and of itself. Um, and the holidays can be really hard on people for a lot of reasons. It's supposed to be a jolly time of year, but there's always mixed emotions and family dynamics and personal concerns and financial concerns and all of it. So, And I find myself having that really important conversation with a lot of my clients um, that you know we regard this time of year as very jolly and loving, but things still happen things you know and not not always the jolly happy things and it's important to be aware of that definitely Um, and then of course everyone who uh, maybe suffers from anyone who suffers from a mental illness of any other kind or has a history of a mental illness um, including anxiety or depression post-traumatic stress disorder anything Mm -hmm. um, you just are more at risk for being affected by these changes in light status as well got it Okay, so what are the symptoms and how can we tell our listeners to recognize it? Or what are some tips for recognizing that we might be experiencing some winter blues? Yeah, definitely. So you may feel sleepy, lower energy, a little blue, or less social. Those are all kind of the hallmarks of the winter blues. Some people are going to feel even more extremes on this spectrum. So maybe feelings of anxiety or depression. Maybe you're feeling like it's harder to get up in the morning to the point where you're pressing snooze on your alarm five or six times, or you're having a hard time getting out the door for work, your appetite's affected, or you're just feeling impairment in some area of your life, whether it's social functioning, work functioning, or just not enjoying the things you like to do. Those things aren't the winter blues. That's something probably a little more serious and in the realm of what we call seasonal affective disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, If you feel like you're not just feeling a little blue, a little sleepy, a little less social, and you're truly having impairment in one or more areas of your life, those are reasons to talk to your primary care provider and get help. There are lots of options. You know, there's medications that can be taken seasonally. Light boxes have been Mm -hmm. shown Mm -hmm. to be effective in people. Um, There's lots of treatments, counseling, and working through some of those issues or traumas that you've had in the winter months to help you cope during this time of year can be super important. So being sure that you're being honest with yourself and taking an inventory about the degree of impairment that you're suffering from so that if you are beyond the winter blues and into seasonal affective disorder that you can get the help you need. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Um, I actually, when I was working in the hospital inpatient, I had um, a, a coworker who had a, there were no windows in his office. And so we had, what did you call it? A light the box? Light box yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it almost looked blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and it really helped him. He said when he first got into that office, he was kind of just like down in the dumps and he was a little bit more prone to depressive symptoms and it really helped. So that's a great tip. Definitely. Okay. So we've talked about what it is, how we can identify it. Let's get some treatments shouted out there. What, what are some remedies for the winter blues? Yeah. 
So just to give you a little more background about why this is happening, we've talked a lot about light status and things like that. But have you ever heard of your circadian rhythm? Is that a... Yes. A, a, oh, yes. Oh, with? yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So interestingly, your circadian rhythm is sort of like your biological pacemaker. Mm -hmm. It goes down to the cellular level. So every single cell in your body is affected by light. And when you're not getting the light during specific times during the day, and, and not just artificial light, but natural light during certain times of the day, your body is affected. It affects your brain state, the levels of certain hormones in your body, your energy level, your hunger, or your sleep. So maybe you've noticed sometimes, like, do you get hungry at the same time every day? Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty regular that way. And how about like sleep? Like, do you feel sleepy sometimes in the afternoon or do you tend to go to bed around the same time every night or something like that? Does that seem to be something? I definitely try to. I can't say that I do every time, but <laughs> I think that I, I feel the onset of that sleepiness or that hunger pretty, pretty, it's at a pretty regular cadence, I'd say. Yeah. And most people, I would say, you know, give or take a couple of hours here and there in different realms will experience those. And that's all part of your circadian rhythm and that's all right. dictated by light. Right. It's pretty incredible. So um, a lot of things, a lot of remedies for these winter blues are sort of centered around your circadian rhythm mm -hmm. and improving and putting your body on that pacemaker um, to kind of to kind of move you forward. So the first thing I would say is recognize what's happening. So tip one is just kind of taking stake of where you're at and having an awareness about yep. the fact that you feel different right now than you did in June. And that's okay. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. And like recognizing that, yeah, there is a light change, you know, there's things we can do. There's things I can do, but I have to kind of stick this out until the light returns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so different people are going to do this differently. Some people are going to be the journalers who get their feelings out on paper and recognize these, you know, more obvious changes. And then some people are, you know, just people who maybe don't have as much of an awareness and their family members are the ones who are telling them you seem a little blue you seem a little less yeah yourself. definitely i i've heard of that from from my patients and my clients you know people telling me that i'm i've i've changed or i look I, i'm interacting a little bit differently and that mm -hmm. can definitely be a huge tip yeah um and then sort of on the realm of you know, accepting it, sort of embracing it can be great. So if, I don't know if you know, have ever heard of the concept of Huga? No. Um, sometimes it's mispronounced no. as Higgy, H-Y-G-G-E. Okay. Um, it's a Scandinavian Northern European concept of cozy. So oh, oh, that's cute. <laughs> right? So like embracing this cozy aspect of this season oh. and, um, you know, recognizing things that make it really special. Like it's a time where you can kind of inwardly retreat with your close loved ones, yourself, your family, your pets, and, you know, sit in front of the fire, take the time and play a board game, like make yourself some hot cocoa and just enjoy. You yeah. Know? yeah. That kind of gave me chills just now, like uh, putting it in that light and thinking about it like that. Um, that was awesome. I, I'm, I always yeah. learn stuff from you, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so one of my friends, actually, her husband is really great. Her birthday's in November, and her husband's really great at um, themed gifts. And last year, he did a Hughie-themed um, birthday for her. So he oh. got her, like, a fuzzy robe, some slippers. He got her some of her favorite teas. And, like, on her birthday, had a fire set for her. And that's super dreamy, obviously. But yeah. I think yeah. we can all create that for ourselves, you know. Oh, totally. That. And, in fact, um, just last night, I finally got... Um, our fireplace turned on. We turned down the gas. But I just love that time of year. It's like a big official, like, starting of the season. And that makes it kind of fun. And like you said, it's making the evening, you're embracing it. It's darker sooner. It's a little bit colder. So now we get to have that hot cocoa. We get to turn on the gas fireplace. And if it isn't 
cold where you live, but it might be dark. Um, you can always go on YouTube. I have a smart TV, and I put up like the fireplace oh, yeah, crackling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I love that thing, and I love <laughs> it. It's so cozy, or how do you say it? Huga, Huga, Huga. <laughs> I love that, and I, you know, I really love. Um, I love that we're doing a podcast on this topic because I really think in order to bring awareness to this and to get people talking, like we have to start having conversations about it, right? Mm-hmm. Not and and normalizing it and and letting everybody know that uh, lots of people are going through this. Yeah, it's right. supernatural. Um, I think you know, in addition to embracing this cozy thing, you know, we know that a lot of this is related to light and these photon receptors that are in your eyes that are bringing in all of this light mm-hmm. to your body, and so recognizing like the cozy aspects certain times of the day, but then embracing the light when we have it and getting ourselves outside can be really helpful. So obviously the weather's a little bit colder. 38 degrees is not exactly balmy, Um, (laughs) but getting as much sunlight as possible during those daylight hours Mm -hmm. keeps our circadian rhythm on track and can boost our mood. Um, That sunlight and getting that sun on our skin when possible um, is also how our body manufactures vitamin D, which is an important vitamin playing a role in mood and in our immune system, which obviously is something we all worry about during the winter months. Yes. Um, You know, so if you can get outside any way you can, the best way is as soon as the sun has risen or as soon as you wake up, going outside without sunglasses on. Um, exposing as much skin as you feel comfortable and sort mm-hmm. of just like basking in the, the light that's there is a really important thing. Um, or if you prefer, you can just kind of take a walk on your break, eat your lunch outside if you're feeling brave or find outdoor activities during your leisure time that you can do. And how long would you say like minimum someone should be outside for it to have a significant effect? Yeah, I would say, so For if you're looking at your circadian rhythm, at least 15 to 20 minutes is ideal, but any amount is better than no amount. Okay. And like I said before, your body responds differently from the, to that natural light than it does from artificial light. Mm-hmm. So you may feel more awake by flipping your lights on, but it's truly better to go outside and get that natural light. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. That was awesome. Tons of great information. Any last thoughts that you'd like to share? Yeah, you know, I would say as much as you can, you know, this time of year, um, whether you're a healthcare worker or some somebody who works in other areas, um, this tends to be a time where we take care of everybody else, right? Especially mm-hmm. as parents, as adults, you know, we're trying hard to, um, you know, provide presents and joy and baking and, you know, whatever your ritual is. But focusing in on yourself is not a selfish act. You're able to provide more for those around you when you are truly focusing on yourself. So getting lots of physical activity as much as you can, eating healthfully, um, getting lots of fruits, veggies, whole grains, and lighter foods, um, and doing as much as you can to manage your stress and have fun is all going to improve your mood state and improve the state of those around you. And of course, you know, sharing this podcast with your friend or the information to those around you to sort of normalize the winter blues and to help everyone get through it is going to make us all more successful absolutely love it i love that all right thank you so much kim for coming and talking with us today i'm sure we'll be having you back sometime soon yeah i'm excited all right and thank you everybody for listening thank you candy um and we will see you guys next time thank you for listening to this episode of sa wellcast brought to you by saint alphonsus corporate health and well-being and the saint alphonsus foundation we hope you'll tune in again until then you are.